Today's School PR Drive Time is brought to you by Peach Jar. Welcome to another episode of School PR Drive Time, a podcast produced by NCSPRA. I'm Stacia Harris, a member of the NCSPRA media team, and I'm the director of communications for Buncombe County Schools. And I am Kevin Smith, a member of NCSPRA and the chief public information officer for communications and family engagement in Orange County Schools. Welcome back to the podcast, Kevin. It's good to be with you. In today's episode, we'll be chatting with Andrea Gribble about her first book that just launched, Social Media for Schools. Social media is an ever-changing landscape, and as school communicators, we may struggle to post content, generate content, and then get that content in front of the right audience. And I love how the book is focused on proven storytelling strategies and ideas to celebrate your students and staff while keeping your sanity. Andrea did a lot to help us learn about how to take care of ourselves and the people we serve in this space. And I think there's going to be a lot that folks are going to be able to latch on to and make use of immediately from today's show. We have a wonderful conversation for everyone today. Let's start the show. Hello, Andrea, and welcome to School PR Drive Time. I'm so excited for this conversation. So first up, for those who may not know you, tell us a little bit about Andrea Gribble and Social School for EDU. Well, it is great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. I am joining you from Wisconsin, which you probably can tell by my vo- uh, accent, right? Um, I run a company called Social School for EDU, and I've been doing school communication social media specifically since 2014. So it's nine years. I am blessed to be able to help hundreds of schools across the country celebrate the great things happening. And I was accidental entrepreneur as far as getting into all of this. I was blessed with a layoff back in 2013. I can say blessed now, but it wasn't a blessing at the time. Um, But it has led me to connect with amazing people like you and Kevin and hundreds of other people across the country, um, really learning all about the power of positive storytelling. There's a ton happening good in schools. We just need to get it out there. And it's kind of my own little niche uh, because I just focus on the social media aspect. Andrea, that entrepreneurship story is so great. And, you know, what's interesting is that the the landscape of school PR has certainly changed a lot during that time frame, but maybe even more so the social media, you know, the comings and goings and how we make our way through this ecosystem have really developed and maybe evolving faster right now than even we can keep track of. In In a nutshell, help us catch up. What's been going on over these past 10 years? Well, I remember, you know, when I started in 2014, I still felt like I was late to the game and everybody's like, oh, this is great timing. You're going to help schools. And some of them were a little behind. Um, I think, you know, fast forward to 2023, what we've really seen is some people are scared of social media. I mean, there's a lot of drama and negativity and divisiveness and political nature of everything. So it's a little bit, it can be scary but I am here to tell you, I see stories every day from schools where there's really positive engagement. You know, there's so much noise out there. There are so many creators. Uh, there's so many channels, right? TikTok and Instagram Reels and YouTube and LinkedIn and all of these places. 
you know, we as school communicators, we have to keep up and be able to identify the best ways that we can stay in front of our parents potential staff members, our community members, and even our students. So uh, social media really gives us that tool, but sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. I always say like sometimes, uh, you know, all these new channels, it makes you like really want to breathe into a paper bag. Um, I always like to keep it simple. I mean, Facebook and Instagram are the number one and two channels that I see schools using across the country. And so if, if you can do, especially Facebook well, um, Throw in some of those other channels as you're able to, uh, but that consistent storytelling has to happen and you can't be afraid of it. There are ways to, you know, combat the the worries of negativity or something that might happen on your page. Andrea, I hear that. And, you know, as a, a, in a room full of seasoned school PR professionals, and we're talking to an audience of those people as well, we deal with the pressure on us. And, as, and also on our schools and the people we serve, there is always someone who will say, I'm so afraid. I mean, let's just put it out there into the room. There's like, if I do something wrong, it'll break. I'll break something. Like So I think that one of the most valuable things we've learned from you when you come and give presentations to our professional learning communities and when you do things on your own, and we'll talk about the book and how that's all evolved out of this. What do you say to someone? Help someone who is really concerned about that barrier to entry and like, how can you get them over the hump and just say, if you just dot, 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 how would you finish that sentence for someone who is still sitting on the fence? Well, you just have to get started. I knew nothing when I started in 2014. I didn't even know like school PR was a thing. Okay. I'll go, I do social media and I still do it for a school of 300 students. So we did not have a school PR person. Um, I just jumped in and you learn and what do we say? Fail forward. You're going to make misspellings. And guess what? People are going to help point it out. Some mistakes are obviously bigger than others. And I've probably made them all. Um, and so um, I probably have personal stories about all of all it. of us. Yeah, all of us have made them. Yes. All. And and you're going to get through it. Um, the best thing is to be aware, surround yourself with great people, um, get involved with some professional development, which all of you listeners are doing that right now because you're listening to a podcast. Um, so you you're going to learn, but there's no way um, to be perfect all the time because you're not because everybody has an opinion, but you just have to get in there. You know that there's positive things happening in your school that deserve to be celebrated. Some things you're going to be able to do better than others. Um, but what do they say? Like perfection is like the enemy of getting things done, right? And so it's not going to be perfect. You're going to move forward in an authentic, real effort way, um, and luckily, there are proven systems and proven things that work well for schools, things you should be aware of that you may not be if you don't do social media every day and don't have some of that experience, which is a big reason why I put this book together, uh, Social Media for Schools, because there's really a lot that I've learned in the past nine years, and I wanted to put that out in a manual, a guide to really help schools uh, combat the negativity and the worries and get a system that works. 
That was a good segue, Andrea. So, you know, you have your speaking engagements, various trainings, your newsletter, your podcast. You have lots of different vehicles where you're sharing helpful information with school PR practitioners. So um, uh, now there's a book. So tell us a little bit about uh, that evolution and sort of what prompted you to add author to your resume. Well, I was crazy and I didn't have enough to do with all of the other things. Um, well, seriously, I in in a webinar or a podcast episode or a blog, I am not able to give that full story of kind of A to Z how to do social media for a school. There's just I mean, even if I did probably like a semester class at college, it'd be tough to, to teach. Um, and so I really wanted to assemble um, a kind of step-by-step guide for schools to do social media in the right way. And I have a ton of free content. Most of the content in the book has been written in blogs or been talked about on my podcast. It totally has. Uh, I, I have those nice one-page cheat sheets with 100 ideas for social media posts or, you know, 20 calls to action on your Facebook, uh, Instagram posts. But I've never assembled it all in one spot. And so that was really my goal. Um, if you've ever found value in something that I've created, I think you're going to find value in this. I'm really proud. I was really scared. I was really scared to produce something because I'm like, I need this to be awesome. And I'm excited because I think it is awesome. So let's talk about that, right? Like, um, there are so many different ways to do this aspect of the job. I mean, again, you offer a paid service. We're really grateful to be able to kind of share some of the learning that you've done there as well as in serving a small school. So like, there's there's all different ways to enter this niche. Um, and our districts and our schools definitely look to us, right? There's There's almost a mystique around oh, you go handle it because you're the social media person, right? There's definitely a, a sense of wizardry but there are some challenges that come with being, let's say, the one person. There are some challenges that come with running a team. So what are some of the biggest challenges and how did you kind of organize your approach to help school communicators specifically? Because there is a, there's a real skill to being able to help professionals level up their game as opposed to bringing on just the beginner or the neophyte. Yeah. So if you are lucky enough to have a school communicator that has kind of that title, um, many schools have like a secretary or a teacher that kind of volunteers to do it. Um, but if you are lucky enough to have that person, you're still only one person. Or even if you are in a school district of 50,000 and let's say you have seven people, you still only have seven people to celebrate, you know, the 50,000 students that you have. So I think it's really critical, and that's why my book starts out with systems. You've got to create a system where you get stories from other people. Everybody is walking around with a really high-powered camera in their pocket. The cell phone, take videos, awesome videos, right? Take great pictures. Some pictures are better than others, okay? Let's face that. <laughs> but a picture from an event is better than no picture at all. And you can train as you go. You can build those advocates. You can build those storytellers. It all starts with relationships, which, you know, we're in school PR, public relations. It's all about relationships. So really building that solid foundation of a system to get content. Yes, you're the one that's probably going to put it on Facebook or Instagram, 
although there's great takeovers. I've got a recent blog that talks about, you know, getting Instagram takeovers and things. Um, but you, you can get help with the stories that you tell, and then you're still responsible for monitoring comments and kind of identifying the things that might cause a trigger of like, oh my gosh, that's going to really lead to some negative comments. Like you don't even think about it. Of course, we thought about it in, in COVID with masks or no masks or learning in person or not, but we're talking even things about sometimes library books, right? Can end up causing an issue um, or uh, you're redistricting your um, elementary uh school zones, right? And that can cause issues. So you've just got to think ahead. Um, social media is really not a place for all communication. It's a place for your celebrations and some of that information that you don't mind people like asking for comments because basically you're giving them that opportunity to respond. Um, so I think that is like the number one issue is just that system. The other thing is time. And I share a lot in the book of just some um, techniques and things to save you time so that you can get your story out there, which of course now we have AI, which I didn't talk about <laughs> at all in the book uh, because that just kind of came on. Um, but that that's a total game changer too, as far as making us better communicators, creating more engaging content and all of that. So. You know, we tell our school level social media managers that if we don't tell our story, someone else will. So no matter what, it is so important to build that competency in your school staff to be able to be those school level storytellers. Yeah, absolutely. And stories sometimes intimidate like staff. They're like, oh, my gosh, a story. Dude, it's a picture of two kids working on a project together and a and a little description of, you know, what they're working on. Those are the moments that me as a as a parent, I've got six kids, okay? They don't tell me what's going on at school, <laughs> but through those pictures, I can really get an idea of what's happening. Excellent. Andrea, I know you wrote a whole book about this and I'm so glad we're talking about it because we just like we have just started the conversation. Stacia, are we really almost halfway through this episode? We are halfway through and after the break, we'll take a deeper dive into how Andrea decided on which topics would be the most beneficial to highlight in her new book. Stay with us, everyone. You're listening to School PR Drive Time. Did you know that students spend an average of 13% of their waking hours in school by the time they're 18? This leaves parents facing the question of how to fill the remaining 87%. Together with parents and communities, schools share in the joint mission to enrich the lives of children in and outside the classroom. But you can't do it alone. That's where Peach Jar comes in. With Peach Jar, your school can provide more resources, increase engagement with busy parents, and streamline communications so that you can spend more time focusing on celebrating student success. Trusted by more than 17,000 schools in 850-plus school districts, 34,000-plus community organizations, and more than 12 million parents nationwide, Peach Jar delivers resources that help communities thrive. Book a demo at www.peachjar.com today to learn how partnering with Peach Jar can help you streamline your communications process and better connect with your community. Welcome back to School PR Drive Time. Our guest today is Andrea Gribble. 
Andrea, we are so excited that you were here talking about a book because we've all had the blogs. We've had those beautiful one pages that you mentioned. I've printed them out many, many times for my colleagues and myself. Um, and we started talking about some systems and how that's a really important step forward for school PR professionals. If you're going to get into this and and really level up for yourself, for your schools, for your for your families that you're serving, there's so much going on there. And you used a system to write your book too. You broke this book into five different sections. Can you help us like unpack that for a minute? Why were those so important? And what are the what is it about focusing on those areas that you really want school PR pros to take away? Yeah, I think this book could have been a thousand pages, really, if we wanted to, right? But we had to kind of cover the main topics. Uh, there's 20 chapters in the book, kind of evenly broken down in, in five different sections. We start with systems, like I was talking about, because that's just, that helps set you up for success. The second section is branding, which I know you guys are big about, right? Like, we let's need go, not only visual... Yeah, visual branding, but also like your voice and really understanding what your district voice is. Um, so we dive deep into several chapters on branding um, and we do get into some uh, um, ideas and things with graphics. Um, but then we dive into storytelling. There's an art to storytelling. If you're going to drive engagement on your pages, social media is not just posting upcoming events. I see so many schools doing that. So we've really got to get into storytelling. So we really talk about the right of, you know, the, the art of writing a caption and things like that. Then I have a little bit of a catch-all uh, section on best practices, because I think, um, you know, there's things that we always can improve on, and I'm certainly not perfect. You can go out to New Auburn uh, School District Facebook page right now and see the work that I'm putting out. Everything's not perfect, but there are some best practices to follow, like using emojis, like creating some double spaces, like always putting your best picture first, right? Because that draws the the um, follower in to look at the rest of your pictures. So we, we really dive into some of those best practices. And then the last chapter is really important, professional development. You guys, you can never arrive and say, like, I can't even say I'm a social media expert. I, I've spent a lot of time learning. I learn every single day. Uh, that's one of the best things about me with my podcast. I'm always learning from other people. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can do this. Oh, I didn't know that. Or this changed, right? So you really have to surround yourself with other people who do what you do. And you can do that through listening to podcasts, through joining state uh, school public relations association chapters, the national school public relations association. Um, you know, there's, there's membership groups like mine and things like that, but there's a lot of opportunity to get connected with other people um, to be able to thrive and then also just survive. We've got a whole chapter on avoiding burnout. That mm -hmm. is a real factor, uh, especially since the pandemic, but even before that, we have tough jobs and um, we really need to take care of ourselves because sometimes that uh, that phone can feel like it's, you know, taped to your hand 24 mm -hmm. seven. So we really take the time to talk through that as well. I'm glad you incorporated that. I think that's a really, really important um, topic to hit. So um, before we move on, I, I do want to ask, who is this book for? Um, obviously, you know, uh, we're having a conversation. We pretty much know our way around social media, but really who's the target audience for this book? 
This book is really written for anybody that is doing school social media for a K-12 district, public school, private school, charter school. Um, so this is for school communicators. This is for that administrative assistant or the library media specialist. Sometimes you have principals and superintendents and volunteers that help with uh, storytelling on social media. And this is really meant for the beginner all the way up to if you've been doing social media for 10 years. I think this book is still going to drive some of the basics home of, wow, I really need to relook at my social media policy or, woo, this is, this is a really good way of engaging and getting people used to commenting on our page. I should really implement this. Um, it's such a minimal investment. Um, you know, on Amazon, it's $24.99. It's, they've been running the sale so that it's been a little bit on sale, but um, it's really meant as that go-to guide that you're going to be able to look back on and really reference for a lot of those ideas that are going to help keep your social media fresh, give you great features and stories that you can do on your staff. And the best thing is there's a lot of stories from schools across the country in this book. Andrea, you are undeniably one of the most positive, constructive, like it's so rewarding to spend all this time with you because I'm a puzzler. I tend to be a little more critical and I look at things and I might be like one of those people. So I'm just going to say, when I talk about social media with my school level communicators, when I try to help pass on what I think to be the wisdom of the of this village, and I get a lot of people saying, but I don't want to be there when the comments come in. I don't, that, right? So- just to be clear, all of us who have done this at any level, whether it's the administrative assistant, like you said, who's just at a small school, all the way up to the chief communications officer of a mega district, we all have to do a lot of self-care. You you walk into this space and try to do social media and recognize you're walking into a two-way communication platform and an ecosystem where people have a lot of flexibility to bring things back to you. And there's a lot of First Amendment protections. We're not going to talk about the whole kind of you know limited public forum. We'll save that for another day. Talk about how you prepare yourself to be in a space where the entire public is part of that social in social media. Well, you learn very quickly because you're going to start getting comments in and, and then you've got to be ready. I've got a whole chapter in the best practices. Chapter 15 is all on handling negative comments. Okay. So we really, you got to plan ahead. And uh, somebody actually just asked you know, do you have some prompts for when we get negative comments? Now, we could write that list till the cows come home because you never know what people are going to have issue with. Can you hear I me think typing? The... I'm typing. I'm typing that list right now as we like. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we we. I mean, it could be one of my future handouts. You never know. But it's just it's it's really looking at the comments as an opportunity to listen and to get feedback, whether that is snarky or a little bit negative, but if it's a chance to listen. And so we've really got to look at our messaging and the way that we get information out because we can learn some things. And maybe we're going to learn that um, this person is never going to be happy and they're just going to complain no matter what. And then you just kind of get to know that, hey, that's just Joe or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Or you're going to learn that, hey, maybe we aren't communicating about that in the right way. And, and people just need to understand where to go to get that information or gently answer, hey, you know what? That is a great question. I'm going to work to get an answer back to you. Or, hey, that is a great concern. 
we actually aren't allowed to talk about that because of some of these rules. But if you have additional insight, would you please reach out to, and you can turn these negative opportunities into something really positive, or it can go down a rabbit hole and you don't want to go there. So you're going to learn real quick how to handle those things. I used to say when I started in 2014, I used to say 99% of the comments are positive because there, there really is a lot positive. I would say 92% right now. I would still mm-hmm. say we're in the 90s, but we're not at 99% anymore. Um, and we do have to be a little bit careful, but there still is so much positive. We start the conversation with what we share on social media. The power is in those comments, you guys. You don't want to shut those off because all of a sudden, you know, Mary is talking about how her child would not stop talking mm-hmm. about this opportunity. Or a community member is like, I am so pumped to see that our kids are learning how to use these tools, you know, in the the tech ed class. So there's really a lot of positive that can outweigh that negative. We just got to be prepared. And uh, you got a lot of friends that got a lot of experience. So don't so don't be afraid. <laughs> and speaking of friends, so in your book, you highlight over 50 different school communicators all throughout the book. So why was why was this highlights so important uh, to to the book? Well, the the way that I've learned so much in the time that I've been in this profession in nine years is because of all of the experienced storytellers out like yourself and like our listeners. Like I've learned so much. Me preaching from a soapbox saying this is what you should do means nothing unless you can really hear and see the stories that are working in and and out of our school buildings and all of this. And so it was really important for me to get that viewpoint um, because it's not just what this girl from Wisconsin thinks works. <laughs> it's actually what's proven out there. And so to be able to highlight stories from coast to coast and north to south, I mean, we have stories from big schools, small schools, private schools, charter schools, Every chapter starts with a case study. And then within every chapter, there's some kind of a testimonial type story of having to deal with that subject. It's really powerful to know that you're not alone. And I also wanted to, in, 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 um, I guess, introduce you to some of my awesome friends. So there's a <laughs> lot of people in here in this book that that you're going to recognize and you're going to get to know as well, because I didn't know anybody when I started in 2014. This is the most giving, most loving, most sharing, like career group of people I've ever met in my life. If you are having some kind of crisis and you need help, there's like five people that are like, oh my gosh, that happened in my district. Here you go. Mm -hmm. So um, there's just a lot of power in that. And that's why I wanted to make sure to feature those, those stories. And we are here featuring the story of our friend, Andrea Gribble from Wisconsin. We've had the best time. Yup. And we are going to enjoy um, also promoting, like, first of all, everyone should know it's easy to find Andrea online. Social School 4, that's the number four, Social School 4 EDU. And you're, you'll tell us all about where we can find you online. But also, what are the easiest ways to get the book? You sort of, you gave us a little bit of a, of a tip on that earlier. And what are you really hoping people are going to do when they pick up the book? There's got to be, you know, you've probably made it really easy to access what's in the book. And what's what like, what's the very first thing that you hope is going to happen for people when they crack this book open and put it into use? 
Yeah, well, you can you can purchase it. It's out on Amazon. It's at the Enspra store. If you're a member, you can order it there. And also head over to my website, socialschoolforedu.com. You'll be able to see the book right there. You'll actually get a little pop-up. Um, I'm also giving away some swag. So if you pick up the book or you leave me an Amazon review every Monday, I'm giving away awesome cups and, and so shirts cool. and School 480. <laughs> All right. Everybody, like I, I can hear everybody at home typing. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but what what am I hoping happens out of this book? I just want to see more stories told. I just want to see the success of all of our amazing students and our amazing staff. I mean, let's face it, in the headlines in the news, education's not like, you know, getting bright stars and, and all of that. I know exactly. for a fact there are great things happening. So um, this book is really action oriented. Every chapter has a you've got this at the end with, okay, here we do, uh, here we go. We got to take action on what we just learned. I've got a workbook, a free workbook that's on my website that you can download that actually takes you through some of the pieces of each chapter because I didn't write this book for me. I wrote this book for you to take action with. And so ultimately the best feedback is when somebody maybe doesn't trust me, but they try one of the tips <laughs> and then they're like, oh my gosh, Andrea, it worked. Um, that's the best feeling. Andrea Gribble, I just look like I literally, while we were talking and you shared this wonderful stuff, I went to your website. It took me to the Amazon page for your book. Does everybody know that this is the number one new release on Amazon in educational certification and development? And it was only released this month. Yay. And, <laughs> and the foreword was written by Dr. Joe Sandifilippa. Go crickets. I mean, right? Like the whole social media ecosystem. If you're if you're in this space, you're gonna get why it's just fun to look. I'm gonna be buying the book in the next five minutes. Um, kind of looking forward to how this conversation is gonna go in the future. Stacia, where do we go from here? I think, um, and I really loved a lot, a lot of what Andrea said. I mean, I think the the big picture, and I think the big wrap up is it is so important for educators to not be afraid to tell their story, to be able to identify um, the wonderful people and the programs that make their school system special, and find a way to get those stories to the people who need to see it. And that can be, you know, that includes encouraging current parents, attracting potential parents, and assuring your surrounding community that what's happening in your school is making a positive difference for these babies that we are entrusted to watch, you know, for six, seven hours a day. So uh, I think for me, I think the mission is so large and to be able to have this important tool at our disposal, you know, can, can only can only help us tell those great stories and, and make a difference. Stacia, that is so right. And that's why we are so glad that Andrea Gribble, you were able to join us today from Social School for EDU. And the name of the book is Social Media for Schools. We just gave you everything you need to know to go find it, start using it, get inspired and share it. Andrea Gribble, that is like what social media does for us. Thank you so much for joining us to be the cheerleader for storytelling and for everything school PR professionals and their associates need to get the job done. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. You got this. Let's tell those stories. Thanks to Peach Jar for their support of this episode of School PR Drive Time.